Hey guys, it's Efren. Now before the episode begins, I feel like I have to have a little talk with you guys. So for episode 3, we decided to do an on-location podcast. That was the surprise that I teased on episode 2. So the way we have everything set up, the microphones, the arms, the audio interface, the cables, everything connects to my laptop. So since we don't need any power outlet, we can actually take this podcast anywhere. One of the things that we've we thought about doing even before our very first episode was, let's see where we could take it. We could technically take this podcast anywhere. An idea was like, let's go to the forest, talk about scary stories there. Let's go to haunted uh, uh, locations. We can take it anywhere. So that is an idea that we've been having in our minds. It might be a direction where we want to take this uh, podcast. Not fully, but maybe a couple episodes so for episode three we wanted to like try it out we wanted to see like test the water see what it's like taking the the podcast uh, on location we decided to go to this park deforest park in north long beach because it's considered a haunted park it's a good location if to start because you don't have to sneak in anywhere it's a lot of open space and that's where we decided on we go, we do it, and honestly, we 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 had a great podcast. We we really had fun. I think this is Jose's favorite podcast so far. I know Zeus had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. It's one of our favorites up until now. And because it was one of our favorites up until now, that's the only reason you're probably hearing this, honestly. I've been debating not uploading this episode, but I've talked to the boys and... I think we're all in agreement that we we had way too much fun not to upload it. The reason why we we were thinking about not uploading it is immediately after the episode, uh, we stopped recording. We start getting ready to leave. We set everything up and start taking the table down, start taking the arms, everything, putting everything in bags. A gentleman approaches us. He asks us, what are you doing? How are you doing? What are you up to? Obviously, we think it's a person like curious because we set up everything. We took a table. We set up the arms and then we got a lot of strange looks from people just passing by. It was on it was near a trail. So that's what we're thinking. It's just a curious person. After he kind of like checked out the situation, he saw that he could probably like get away with it. He pulls out a gun and he tells us to empty our pockets. He robs us. He takes all of our money. Fortunately, he didn't take uh, cell phones. He didn't take like computers. He didn't take anything. He just took cash. I guess he didn't want to struggle or I don't know. He only took about $50 from Zeus, about $5 from Jose, and about $10 from me. We don't really carry cash that much. So before today's episode, I want this to serve as a warning. That what we did here today is a very dangerous thing. We we knew the risks. We're we're filming after dark in North Long Beach. We've all lived here our entire lives. We know what this area is like. We knew the risks. But yeah, if you have the urge to visit this park, be it for ghost hunting, be it for like anything paranormal, if you're that type of person that likes to go and visit haunted locations, Please do not come here after dark. It's not It's not a good idea. North Long Beach is not a place you want to be alone at night under any circumstance. 
especially in like a secluded area like a park. So that's all I wanted to say. After all of that being said, please enjoy the episode, but please stay safe if you ever think about visiting such locations. Without further ado, here's the episode. I hope you guys enjoy. Loading the Crypto Coffee Podcast, Episode 3, Pocket Pajamas, Frida Kahlo, and the Creepy Romanian Forest. Ready, set, play. to the cryptic coffee podcast i'm efren this is jose and this is zeus if you can hear that in the background i don't know if you can we're on location right now <laughs> i promised you guys that for episode three i would have a little surprise and what do you guys think about it i'm fucking scared because i'm staring at that swamp and i'm waiting for that zombie ghoul lady <laughs> to pop out <laughs> So, yeah, we're outside in the middle of a park right now. It's about 8 o'clock at night. The s- No, it's 8.30, 8.29. The sun, is, sun, sun is, is just setting. Just about barely about to set. It's going to be dark in like a couple minutes. I'm fucking scared. I'm pretty <laughs> hyped about this. I actually wore shoes today. I'm ready to run if anything fucking comes out. Yeah, because we're not just at a, any regular old park. We are at DeForest Park in Long Beach. <laughs> I can see someone looking at me as they're walking by. <laughs> We are like, we're close to the the little hiking trail they have here. We're just like sitting off in like a little corner, like, and it's not just us sitting like with microphones. We have the full setup. Like we have a mic. We had we brought a table, the mic arms, the microphones. I, I turned around because you're like, oh, there's someone walking and like looking at us. I looked and I'm like, there's no one there. <laughs> we had a lady do a double take on us. We were setting up and a lady was like, looked once. She's like, okay, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> she looked back and I was like, sir. <laughs> Because we look fairly professional with this setup. Like, it's not even like a mobile record. I have a mobile recorder, but I don't have an SD card. So I have to bring the fucking audio interface from the office and my laptop. So we're fully, like, set up to record <laughs> as if we're in the office. But no, we're in a... This park is known for being haunted. Uh, we looked up some stuff, apparently. There's a the most famous uh, sighting here. There's a lady that looks like a ghoul. Half ghoul, half zombie. That's how I've heard her described. She chased the resident. I think his name is Robert. That's all I got, his first name. She chased him, walking, crawling like a spider with, like, if you can imagine, like, the grudge. That was fucking Lisa yeah. from The Evil Within. Exactly. So here we are. It's nighttime. I can't see the sun anymore. I can only see, like, it's faint rays, barely illuminating. There's gnats everywhere. The background noise of the little creepy crawlies. Yeah, you could hear all the birds. Creepy crawlies, crickets. You could hear a car or two passing by. We're not we're not in the middle of the forest, guys. We're not there yet. We we will do that eventually when we're like hunting Bigfoot or something. But 
we are in the middle of nature. I'll send some, like, I'll upload some pictures to the, the Instagram uh, account. Cryptic Coffee Pod at Instagram.com, I think. Yeah. But since we're here, we later, like, we now have recognized that. You hear that? <laughs> oh, my God. They're already here. The ghosts are here. We've now found out that there's not that many stories, actually. <laughs> not that much to, like, make a whole podcast about. So we're here for, like, basically no reason. <laughs> just to show that we could record anywhere. It, Honestly, I it was, was just like an experimental thing too. We heard like, "Oh, haunted forest, sweet! Let's look up stories related to this forest." We thought we were <laughs> gonna <laughs> find stories. We thought we were gonna the whole episode was gonna be about this. Nope. Like, there's hauntings. There's people recording. There's an EVP. I found a whole EVP session that people did, and they heard voices. But there's no reason why. There's like no stories of people dying here or anything like that. Most I got was, "Oh, I've been there at night. I've I've heard voices sometimes." That's as far as I've gotten. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe we might pick up a voice or two. I hope so. We're just in the middle of like recording. We're in the middle of our stories. All of a sudden, you hear us. Get the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> if we hear that, I am leaving because I know it's who it's coming. <laughs> well, there's that too. Well, that's staying in the fucking pocket. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Fred looked at each other and we're like, God damn. <laughs> Is it funny that every time I think I'm about to die, I look at Zeus? <laughs> I don't know why. Your <laughs> last moments is going to be you looking at I me. Mean, that's a handsome-ass man. You look at Zeus, you're like, you He's know what? He's a good-looking man. I don't know, but something in my DNA is like, look at him in the eyes. <laughs> for comfort for your last moments. So it's it's also July 7th. So 4th of July just happened. We are in the middle of Long Beach. Long Beach loves their fucking fireworks. So They're your round, baby. That might not be the only one. <laughs> so since we don't have many uh, stories from the park, we're just going to have a regular episode, <laughs> but in a different setting. So, what y'all drinking tonight, boys? I got my, uh, I was going to bring some coffee with some Baileys, but... You already brought the coffee from last time, but you did your dues. You could drink tea from now on, and no one will judge you. I got my mint. Zeus I'm will judge you, but I won't judge you. I won't judge. <laughs> <laughs> you can drink whatever you want. Let me this guess. This is Zeus. straight coffee, man. Yeah. Zeus, black coffee? No, I actually brought wine. That's neither <laughs> coffee nor tea. I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm judging. I brought this. I uh, So today I had to go to the 99 cent store to get a screwdriver. That's how poor I am. <laughs> and I saw this that. little thing that's cold brew. Stock cold brew. I want to try it. It looks pretty cool. I'll report <laughs> back between the uh, podcast. So I believe you're the main episode, Zoo. Yeah. Zoo? <laughs> Zoo. <laughs> So we we'll start off with. <laughs> please don't let that stick. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll nip it in the bud right now. <laughs> Zeus, you're the main episode tonight, right? Yeah. So that means me and Jose have to start with our articles. What you bring, Jose? So I found a I found a story from 11 years ago on the Huffington Post. Nice. Man's pajamas are haunted. <laughs> Even nicer. Cahokia, Missouri. History professor Ira Lovich is a collector of bizarre objects. His collection includes a lock of hair from a witch who was burned at the stake, an 18th century French guillotine, and a vampire bat preserved in uh, formaldehyde. So when Lovich was told that a pair of man's pajamas he found at a yard sale belonged to a man who was murdered in them, he purchased them immediately. Oh, who the shit. fuck sells pajamas where someone was killed in them? 
It's like, oh yeah, this guy was killed wearing these PJs. I might as well just fucking put them on a yard sale. How do you retrieve them? Because like, if someone got killed, and it's obvious that they got killed, obviously there's like a yeah. Wouldn't it be like evidence or something? Yeah, it would be like in a police locker somewhere. I'm, I'm picturing a police auction with this one. Yeah, maybe. Like they're just selling some. Like, oh yeah, this guy got murdered. Them. You want some PJs? Nah, I don't think a police officer would do that though. Like, would they sell evidence? Could be a family heirloom. <laughs> I don't believe this story already. <laughs> a family <laughs> heirloom? Like, yeah, that guy's like some PJs? Yeah, man. I, my, my great uncle Thomas was killed in these. They got killed before police was a thing, like in the fucking 1700s. Some old, old PJs. Old Grandpa Jeremiah died in these little boy. You want them? <laughs> no. <laughs> Passed them down generations. No. You can, we, there's the blessings are still there. We never washed them. <laughs> hey, man. Some people, it's watches. Some people, it's jewelry. This the, man is some PJs for the Smiths somewhere in North Carolina. Where is this? <laughs> it's Missouri. Missouri. Yeah, it's 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 haunted PJs. <laughs> As it turned out, Lovowich got more than he bargained for. At night, the pajamas were surrounded by an eerie glow with orbs, vortexes, and mist. Stated Lovowich, the shirt bu- uh, buttons and unbuttoned by themselves. The pajamas often run around the room quickly as someone was chasing them. <laughs> the ghost is chasing his PJs, man. I want them back. <laughs> Y'all seen that episode of Jimmy Neutron when the pants attack? Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm thinking about right now. Them God. just running around. That's got to be kind of scary though, right? Like imagine you're just like watching TV, but the door's open. You don't see a, like a body running. You just see pants. Holy fuck. <laughs> it's the PJs coming in like, what are we watching tonight, boys? <laughs> it's like Dr. Strange's cape. The pants just always with you, but they're smart. The the pants run to your doorway and just stand there and do the meme that my mom told me it's my turn on the Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, I see you got the Master Chief collection. Standing How about we hop on that boy? <laughs> How do they? No, they can't even play. <laughs> oh, they'll find a way. So he has, it's not just the pajamas. He has a whole museum. He has a whole museum. Holy shit. See, that's the kind of shit I want to do. Kind of convinced this actually might be Zach Bagans, just using some fucking weird name. Yeah, it's like his secret like uh, museum that oh, he doesn't want to tell people about. I have been there. It's pretty great. Wait, I you been never... to the one in Vegas? Yeah, or which one? The the one in Vegas. Oh shit! I definitely recommend the tour. It was it was a great time. I saw some shit. My friend was fucking haunted. Really? Oh, dude, there was like a there's a fucking doll room, and they tell you uh, you can speak to it, but you know just be polite and say goodbye. Robert I'll style. Heard... Yeah. Kind of Robert style. He spoke to it and spoke back to him. I looked at this man. This man was shocked the entire tour. This man isn't an actor either, so it's not like he was faking it. Like, literally, after that room, the whole day, he, the whole night, actually, he was fucking haunted. He was just, like, zoned out. Just like, eh, I'm fucking scared. I heard some shit. I believe now. Oh, I can't imagine that. All I know about Zach Baggins, uh, that museum, is the Post Malone thing, where they opened the Dybbuk box. And Post Malone had, like, a week of just, like, shit almost happening to him. They actually show you the video because uh, we went into that room. And before you go into the room, they show you the video on the screen of, like, him opening the box. Oh, you went afterwards? Yeah. Okay. So they show you the video, right? And you see an orb coming out of the box as soon as he opens that shit. Didn't his plane, like, almost come down? Yeah. I, no, uh, I think uh, the wheels off his plane uh, just oh, yeah, broke yeah. off. He almost got into a car crash. What the fuck is that? You heard that? Yeah, I heard that. Might be a car, but maybe it's the bitch. <laughs> it's the witch. <laughs> She's growling. <laughs> All right. So, back to the story. And as I awakened nightly, the sounds came directly from the pajamas of a man pleading, screaming, then sobbing. I'm pretty sure the pajamas were haunted, but I wanted official confirmation. <laughs> like, yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, these pajamas are moving. I'm not sure if they're haunted or not. I need some official confirmation. I need someone to come by and check. I need to confirm this shit. 
As Lovich took the pajamas to an international team of parapsychologists and paranormal investigators. The team closely examined the pajamas over a two-week period using electric magnetic fields, non-contact thermal scanners, temperature probes, motion-sensitive still cameras, night vision equipment, and wireless video surveillance. The team came to the conclusion that the pajamas phenomena existed halfway between a classic haunting and poltergeist activity. And the team concluded that because of pajamas original owner's sudden unexpected death, the man's ghost was confused as to what happened to him and chose to stay behind in the pajamas he was wearing at the time of his murder rather than cross over to the life beyond death. Damn, that just got sad real quick, didn't yeah. it? Like, if you die and, like, your your soul is, like, somewhere in the ether, like, between life and death, all you, all you go to is, like, what you know and what's comfortable to you. What do you go to? Pajamas. God damn, Jose. But, else? dude, they're not in his house, though. It's just, like, I imagine going to be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, you're right. All right, these are my PJs for sure. I, yeah. I can see the blessed things on them. Those are definitely mine. <laughs> but where the fuck am I? What is this shit? Right? Maybe it just happened when he died. He, like, instantly gravitated towards the pajamas. And so now wherever the pajamas go, he his body's a ghost. Yeah, that, that makes sense. And if he's in, like, a strange place, he would be even more scared, so he'd be more attracted to the pajamas. No wonder they're, like, he's, like, running around in them. No wonder they're so strong. Like, usually it's, like, stuff happening around the pajamas. No, these shits are straight up moving. He's, like, running around like, I got to get out. <laughs> and did you, did you say that, like, he heard screaming of a man coming from the pajamas? Pleading. Oh, my God. Imagine just going back to, like, the image of just the pants. You get near the pants and, like, the hole is perfectly empty, but you hear, like, an echo, like, <laughs> from the fucking hole of the pajamas. The team offered to buy them from me, Reels Lowich, but I never part with them. I keep them in a separate soundproof room now where they can't, where they can't disturb me. I like to show them off to my guests, though, especially the women I'm dating. A lot of the women are creeped out by them, but the ones who are intrigued, those are the ones I choose to keep dating. Those I find the, them absolutely haunting. Those are the, the freaky groups. ones. <laughs> those bitches will do shit in bed that you won't even imagine if they want to see haunted pants. <laughs> imagine, though, you're dating someone and they're like, oh, yeah, here's my haunted collection. Stuff I just buy from all around the world. So you see those PJs? They move at night. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a bad icebreaker. I'm not going to lie. Hey, but if it works, it's fucking working, right? Hey, I mean, people will choose to come back to them. Yeah. I want to. I want to go to this museum now. <laughs> yeah. I want to see these haunted pants. I feel like one day we're just gonna have like a tour where we're just going from museum to museum. We're gonna go to Zach Baggins, the Warrens, this guy. <laughs> we're gonna meet Robert the Doll. We're just gonna go all over the country, meeting all the fucking like quirky people with museums. That's how Jose's gonna get inspiration for his museum. We'll watch one day, right? Yeah. You seem like the type that would have a museum. Dude, I've seen stuff. Like, I want a fucking library, and I definitely want, like, full of shit like this. Haunted books and shit. Ooh, haunted paintings, bro. There was one that really scared me. It was, like, it was made out of, like, the artist's blood. Oh, what the fuck? Before they died. Yeah. The whole painting is, like, red, and it, it depicts, like, a guy, like, screaming. Like, it's not, a, it's not, like, human. It's, like, a humanoid. No hair, no eyebrows, nothing. I don't even think it had a nose, but it's just a guy that looks like he's screaming, and it's all red. Apparently, it was made with the artist's blood. Is and there, like, pictures of it? Anywhere? Yeah. Uh, I forgot what it's called. I'm sure it'll come up, like, if you... The like only Google Honda it. painting I can think of is uh, the Hansry System. Hansry System? No. Yeah, if you've heard of that one. I know Zach Bagans has the uh, the sister piece of that in the museum. It's a, it's, it's a old haunted painting that was sold through eBay. Really? Yeah. Uh, look up the Hansry System. It's, I don't know if it was defunct or not. I do remember hearing something about that. But I do know people say, like, you know, it's it's a cursed painting. 
I wonder how much like legit shit is on eBay that's haunted. Yo, so Oh, I found it. I found it. Um, I just actually did see something right above Zeus. You did. What happened? It was like a black orb just like flying around. All right then. <laughs> so, for episode 4, well <laughs> That's enough for the Crypto Coffee Pot. Hope you enjoy the episode and that you hear me die later on in the episode. Goodbye. <laughs> so I act funny how it happens as soon as I find the actual picture on Google. Y'all want to see it? Maybe it is fucking cursed. Oh. Oh, God. I think I have seen that before. Apparently it's made out of, like, some parts of it is made out of the artist's blood. That is fucking haunting. Yeah. Pause, pause the podcast and look it up. <laughs> I ain't trying to do that right now. <laughs> kind of scared. No, I'm telling the listener. Oh. To pause the podcast and then look it up. Okay. And then unpause it when you're done looking at it. Or just don't pause it at all. You go to, <laughs> go to Google if, Chrome or Firefox on your phone and look it up there. As it'll, you're be, listening. It'll, it'll be funnier just them looking at it like in complete silence and then them coming back and they're like, fuck. <laughs> you know? If you feel like we're all over the place right now, it's because there's still people walking. <laughs> so we can't keep like full concentration because I'm still like, I'm here talking to you guys, but at the same time I'm looking at like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> Who the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, I I have my back turned, so I don't see what. Yeah, your you're more seeing. comfortable than me. I I've seen like at least seven people now <laughs> all look at me I've, in the eyes, like while I'd, I'm talking. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing it. Keep walking. I just see like the trees and like the skyline and the occasional bike on um, the background. Honestly, I'm looking at the swamp and the, like the forest behind a friend and Zeus. Because I'm legit scared of that hybrid zombie la- uh, ghoul lady. Yeah, the, you're my safe goat. If that bitch is running, you have to tell me. <laughs> yeah, like if any of you guys see, because I'm not going to hear anything. I'm going to be too focused on whatever I have to read later on. Yeah, since he's the main story, he's going to be just on his phone the whole time. <laughs> no, I, I'm going to use it as a flash because I, I have it written down. Oh, okay, okay. Oh my God, a bird. Anyways. It's a bat. <laughs> it's not a bat. <laughs> I brought something a little more milder. Still cool. So for my article, is Frida Kahlo's ghost haunting the halls of her Mexico City Museum? Some say yes. And I say let's go. <laughs> right? <laughs> I was like, interesting. Here's another museum we're going to, boys. <laughs> there are persistent rumors about a ghostly presence at the Casa Azul, Kahlo's former home. Close to 70 years after her death in 1954, at just 47, Frida Kahlo remains one of the world's most famous and beloved artists. I'd say true. I still... Lots of Mexicans still love her, and lots of Americans still have art from her. Anyways, but is it possible that her spirit still walks the earth? That's the rumor at the Frida Kahlo Museum in Mexico City, which is based in the Casa Azul, the blue-walled home that Kahlo shared with her husband, Mexican muralist Diego Rivera. Curators from the museum like to say that sometimes Frida returns to her old home after dark. Her shape has been seen filling out corsets so she made she made like weird like paper mache i want i don't want to say paper mache but like weird little corsets yeah i can see that yeah and she has they have them on display people from the museum say that like she and they see like a shape that's almost exactly like her figure her silhouette filling out these corsets that she made wow she's just you know coming in like do these still fit me i think that's maybe like it's been 70 years she's trying to make sure she kept her figure right you don't know what, what kind of junk food they got in the afterlife. It's ghost McDonald's. Ghost Takis. <laughs> Those Them fucking ghost calories are the worst, bro. You don't even see them. <laughs> and they're still... God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she comes and she tries on her old clothing. 
In an updated article published by the California website South Bay, oh no, update, no, an undated, so we don't know when this was published, by the California website South Bay, Marlene Strang writes that the museum's directors confided to us that on occasion she has heard the sound of labored footsteps emanating from Frida's office in the basement when, when no one was there. She also mentioned that witnessing supernatural phenomena, she, has, she herself has witnessed uh, phenomena, such as the appearance of wet footprints on the ground seemingly out of nowhere, but was quick to point out that her sense of Frida's presence is, is very playful, apparently. It's a very welcoming like atmosphere, so whenever you feel her, you're not like scared. All right, cool. Well, so we're not yeah, trying. She's just like welcoming good. you to her place. For a Mexican ghost, that's kind of new, right? Yeah. Usually Mexican ghosts are very, like, confrontational. Yeah. They're very scary. Their whole point is to, like, scare you. Or give you a heart attack, Ronald McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, like, I'll, I don't want to go near a fucking Ronald McDonald statue. We're going to, though. And instead of me sitting on the lap, it's going to be you. <laughs> you have to get over that. No, fear. You're, you're, you're sitting on the lap. I'll be in the exact position where the guy had the heart attack. On his right arm. So you'll be sitting there. Oh, okay. Anyways, Catherine Morris, the senior curator for the Elizabeth A. Sackler Center for Feminist Art at the Brooklyn Museum, which later hosted the Frida Kahlo Appearances Can Be Deceiving, a blockbuster exhibition. I just talked to Lisa Small, uh, this woman said, my Kahlo partner in crime at the museum, and neither of us have heard of Kahlo's ghost, Morris told Arnett News in an email. We wish we had. While she didn't visit us in Brooklyn while her show was up, we'd like to let her know that she has an open invitation. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah, you know, just, you're welcome to come by anytime you like. So Frida's ghost is so welcoming. People want her to show up at uh, anything that they're like doing for her. You know, I mean, at, at that point, if you're if a ghost is that welcoming, I would I wouldn't mind. Right. It'd bring more people in. So she seems like a chill ghost. She's just having, she's just there to have a good time. Make yeah. sure everyone's having a good time. Right. Make sure she's kept her figure. <laughs> I'm sure she was that chill in like real life too. So she was into like body dysmorphia, like in her paintings. She used to like paint like her extremely like skinny, long neck. She would draw. She would paint herself as like a monster sometimes. So I guess she might be like really into <laughs> like self like image. Yeah. Even as a ghost. You heard that ghost truck? <laughs> hey, <laughs> Fucking so horrifying. <laughs> I actually kind of want to go on Instagram Live right now yeah. and point over there because I'm pretty sure I just saw like a white orb float over there in the fucking... Because I'm actually like looking in the backgrounds right now. Yeah, Zeus I'm actually trying to make sure nothing pops up and I keep seeing some shit. Well, they keep seeing orbs everywhere. I'm scared. I'm just vibing. Right. <laughs> Can I say when I went down to look at the article, I was my face was on the phone the entire time. I look up. It's fucking dark. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it got real dark. As like between when I looked to when I looked back up to look at you guys, I can't, I could barely see your faces. I've, I've honestly been keeping my eye like out there because I am legit terrified. Also, the bug bites. I should have brought some fucking bug spray or something. There's been bugs all over me. <laughs> yeah, every so often I'll like weave my hand because I see them like above my head and shit. This might not have been the best idea. Oh no, this was a great. Idea. You saw that, right? Yeah, yeah, that was like a bird or a bat. I don't know. <laughs> now you're saying it's a bat when I was like it's a bat and you're like no <laughs> when the sunlight it's e it's easy to tell <laughs> now I'm not sure now, you, you could obviously tell who's scared right now and who's not <laughs> I'm scared 
Honestly, though, I think this is a great idea. I actually do love the fact that we're doing this out in the open and that I kind of see some shit. I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> I could be hallucinating. I could be hallucinating. I don't know. Maybe I did put Bailey's in my tea. Yeah. But I am, like, seeing some things. I'm still looking out for that zombie lady, though, so. Yeah. Like, if I see a ghost standing or something, an orb, I'm chill. But if that lady comes running towards us, because, like, did we describe her? Like, she's, she runs at you like a crab, right? That's what, yeah. That's all yeah, you yeah. described. But. I, I just, all I heard from her, all I heard about it was, like, it was a zombie ghoul hybrid that has, like, face, that's, like, its face is melting off. Yeah. Is there, like, no, like, background to, like, why she looks like that? Or? No, there's no background. So, like, someone reported to be ch- to have been chased by her. That's it. Like, oh. there's no origin story. There's no reason. Like, no one else has seen her, I believe. Yeah. We, just that one person. Like, we, I really did look into it, trying to find any stories I could. Nothing. It was just, like, just just happens to be haunted. There are, like, actual, uh, I think the city of Long Beach, like, actually did a whole EVP session. And they heard stuff on recordings. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping we catch some of that, but who knows? Yeah. Maybe we'll get lucky, you know? Our, like, listeners will be like, oh, shit. Did you hear this at, like, like 20 minutes into the podcast? I did look stuff up for it. First thing I found was like man shot dead in the forest park. Well, I mean that's another thing to worry about. I guess <laughs> that's the real scary part about yeah. this park. We're in North Long Beach, guys. Other people. <laughs> it's not the ghosts; it's the people. So Zeus, what did you bring today for us? All right. Well, let me turn my flash on because I can't even see what's on my fucking paper. Good, some light. Oh, that's creepier, actually. <laughs> well, I. It's like that campfire effect where you only see like Zeus's like shadow. <laughs> Oh, I thought that was going to work. All right. I think this will work. You can hear me, right? Yeah, we can hear you. You can just cut that out. (laughs) All right. So what I brought was the Hoya Bashu Forest, also known as the Bermuda Triangle of Romania. Romania is a pretty small country. They have a whole ass Bermuda Triangle. (laughs) Well, it's it's known as that. Okay. It's located in Cluj County, Transylvania, which is the northwestern part of Romania. Ooh, Dracula. The forest is 729 acres big. It's a big forest. Pretty fucking big. This park is pretty big, right? You'd say? Yeah. I mean, like, we walked the whole parameter, right? We, well, I'm not I, even going to say walk the whole parameter. We walked a bit and then just drove yeah. down the trail. Yeah, yeah, not the whole thing. Yeah, but, like, we, it's so far we had to drive to the other, like, end. Basically. Yeah, it's it's still pretty big. That's 15 acres. This yes, whole park it, is 15 acres, so now imagine. Yeah, seven, 729. It's like, shit. <laughs> that's, that's, a bit, that's a bigger park. <laughs> So, according to the legend, the Hoya Forest is a hotspot for paranormal phenomena. Many ghost stories and urban legends contribute to its popularity as a tourist attraction. The forest has also been featured in paranormal documentary TV shows such as Ghost Adventures and Destination Truth. Okay, so it's a well-known place. Yeah. I gotta find that Ghost Adventures episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was good. I saw it on Hulu. Oh, really? A couple years ago. Anything interesting happen? Uh, They caught a couple of things um and some of the things that i was gonna talk about like the sightings and stuff i'll get into it later but there uh, is like they caught stuff in like this certain area of the forest did zach challenge the ghost to a fight i don't <laughs> think he did <laughs> i don't think he did <laughs> but um hoya forest is known as the world's most haunted forest because of the, all the scary and unexplainable events that have happened in the forest aside from these events the forest has very odd vegetation the trees don't grow straight up, but they bend and spiral. Oh, I think I've seen this. That's fucking cool. Yeah, they, they all spiral. What's even weirder is that all the trees turn in a clockwise direction. 
yo, what the fuck? All of them, they, they turn in a so clockwise. They, not only do they spiral, they spiral in the same way. Yeah. All clockwise. Yeah, every single one of them. I think they're pointing at something. And the thing is, the scientists have gone to the forest to examine, like, the tree growth patterns, but they couldn't figure out, like, why they were all growing like that. That is weird, because from, like, what you know from nature, from, like, science classes, that trees always grow up. So if, you like, say a landslide happens and the tree, like, falls or, like, the roots, like, it's slanted, the tree's going to then bend all the way up. Yeah, like, it's still going to find, like, some natural way for it to go straight up. Exactly. So the fact that they're all doing this consistently, something's happening there, but we just don't know what. Yeah, and the fact that they couldn't figure out why. They're it's all not, like, like one that. tree being odd. It's all the trees being consistent, so it's the actual area. Yeah. Okay. This is uh, the mystery spot of Romania. Ooh, this is good. I like this. Besides the spiraling trees, here's there's a part of the forest known as the dead zone. There's almost a perfect circle where no vegetation grows. The soil has been sampled, and it's unknown why nothing grows in this a- in this area. So, like, it's Romania. There's a lot of trees. I know, like, I don't know Romania. I've never been to Romania. <laughs> yeah, we've never been there. <laughs> but I can imagine it's, like, North American, very, like... Very lush with, like, trees and, like... Uh, yeah. It's like pine trees, I would imagine. So, like, you're walking through the forest. Uh, fucking elf. <laughs> you see an elf, maybe? <laughs> then all of a sudden, two. there's a clearing. There's, like, a meadow. But it's not a meadow. It's just, like, dead. Yeah, it's basically, like, a dirt circle. Like, yeah. almost a perfect circle. And nothing Bas- grows there. Basically what we're sitting on right now. <laughs> yeah. And they, like... Again, scientists, like, tested the soil. And they're, like... They have no idea why nothing is able to grow there. How big is it? Uh, it, it didn't say when I was looking at the article. Okay. I should have done more research, but, you know, that's on me. <laughs> if we lived there, I'd start a cult. Oh, dude, I would too. I, I'd start doing rituals in that fucking circle. Well, the, the cult thing, of the bent trees. Well, the thing is, most of the paranormal events happen in the dead zone. Oh, okay. That's why earlier when uh, Jose was like, oh, did they, you know, see anything? And I was like, oh, well, they saw it. In the dead zone. Oh, okay. They saw, like, most of the stuff there. And I also have some stuff that I've written down about the legends mm-hmm. about the forest. One of the legends surrounding the forest is that of a young girl who entered the forest, and she was lost for many years. Then, supposedly, she reemerged from the forest five years later, appearing unaged and unable to remember where she's been. Oh, another fucking lost in time. Yeah. But she fucking walked on there and walked out. So it was probably, like, ten minutes. Yeah, like some Ant-Man shit. Yeah. I was in there for five minutes. What are you talking it about? It was it. It's like it's unclear how long she was gone for. Yeah. But just the fact that she was gone for so long, and that she came back, I'm just like, all right. Well, you know, there's definitely something spooky going on. She came back, but she didn't age. That's the thing. She didn't fucking age. Yeah, right? and she she didn't even know where she went. She just came out like, the fuck. <laughs> Isn't there like a story like that where like, I think it's a video game. Maybe it's like over like uh, saturated in like pop culture where like. There's an airplane that, like, takes off. They have, like, major turbulence. And then, like, when they land back on, uh, on Earth, it's like, oh, it's been 10 years. Where the fuck were you? I think that's a show on Netflix. Is it? Yeah. Okay, I've heard, like, stories of it before. I was thinking of the Twilight Zone, but from yeah. that one, they they ended up going back in time. Yeah, they landed in a different time period. By yeah, way, I've heard, like, stories of that, like, on Reddit, where, like, they think that's probably where, like, a lot of, like, the Bermuda Bermuda Triangle uh, planes are coming, like, going. Yeah, like, they're just stuck in there, and then when yeah. they come out, they're like, the fuck, like... It became really popular during, like, the Malaysia uh, flights, when those two planes disappeared. 
Yeah. I yeah. mean, we heard about it last week with John Hodges. Yeah. He was like, oh, it's been 10 minutes. The fuck you mean it's been three hours? <laughs> oh, fuck poor John. Yeah, I was about to say poor John. <laughs> poor John. There's another story that the locals tell, and it's of a shepherd and his flock of 200 sheep. He entered the flo- uh, the forest with his flock, and they were never seen again, and their remains were never found. You can't just lose two hundred sheep like that. That's what I was saying. <laughs> this is this is a Romania four one one. There's two there's two hundred <laughs> sheep. Like how how do you not find a single bone? Like I had a goat back in my farm. That <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> he was my goat too. They named. I, they said you can name him whatever you want. I forgot what I named him. I was like five years old. Them shits is big. You you, you just don't lose two hundred sheep like that. You really don't. <laughs> But, so uh, he never came. They, he didn't come back, and it was like, "Oh, I've only been five minutes." But he didn't age. Not, not he didn't come back. The sheep didn't come back. Two hundred sheep went in. <laughs> Five hundred came back. Dude, oh shit! <laughs> Explain that. <laughs> the one time that the forest didn't do anything creepy, they're like, "Here, let's give them more sheep." <laughs> right. There's also stories of alien sightings in the forest as well. Of course, there are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we figured out what happened to the girl. <laughs> The forest actually became famous in 1968 when military technician Emil Barnea was out in the forest with his girlfriend and a few friends. It was a sunny August afternoon and his girlfriend told him that she saw something weird. He walked over to where she was standing and that's when he saw it. A shining silver disc in the sky. <laughs> I mean, I've, uh, I'm have i not like a big UFO guy, so I've never gone deep into it. But anytime I hear about a UFO in Europe, it's always around that area, like Eastern Europe. Like, yeah, the most western I've heard is like probably Italy. Actually, there is a case in Spain that I've read about, but it's mostly like that area, like Romania, Italy, Montenegro, those those smaller countries that no one really knows about. Yeah, but here's the the crazy thing though. Luckily, he had his camera and he captured four he photos. Captured? Yeah, he captured four photos before it bolted away. When was this? In 1968. Goddamn fucking aliens caught slipping. The pictures were developed and published in local newspapers. So these pictures are like, you know, they're still here, like, to this day. Like, some, you can look them up. Some Dyatlov Pass shit. And uh, the thing was, like, when he published it in the local newspapers, many people were skeptical and said that it was probably, like, a couple weather balloons that were shot in, like, odd angles and, like, odd lighting. Yeah. So they um, investigated it, like about like what weather balloons blimps or anything else that could have been in the sky during that day, that time but uh there was nothing that could be found to explain the photos and they also um investigated and examined the photos to see if they he had altered it yeah. in any way and nothing i mean it was in the 70s too it's kind of hard to alter photos right yeah, but they didn't find, like, any type of proof that he, like, tampered with them or anything. See, yeah. this could be a moment for us to plug the the Instagram. We could probably post these photos up. Yeah, yeah we can be, like, here, uh, go to the Instagram, and we'll post the photos of the UFO. Crippy <laughs> Coffee Pod at Instagram. Yeah, I can't. Look us up. Yep. Unless We're only promoting it because we barely made it last night. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> please. <laughs> like, at the moment, according to, there's only, like, one post on there. We need people. Yeah, please. <laughs> We, we will appreciate if you it want very much. Zeus to po- like if you want to see Zeus's 3 a.m. <laughs> memes yeah that's the place to be and last but not least some reports of the forest <laughs> of what people have seen and heard okay many people that walk into the forest for a quick scare walk out with unexplainable symptoms people claim that as soon as they walk in they suffer from severe anxiety 
and they feel like somebody's watching them. Uh, that's exactly what I read about this park. Yeah, yeah, that people get the feeling that they're being watched. That's that's Jose right now. He's Jose scared. Is pretty I'm just scared. sitting here in the dark with my flash on. Just I've vibing. mellowed out a bit. I'm like, at first I was like, oh fuck, 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 but I've mellowed out. All right, so I'm wearing a fluffy sweater right now. <laughs> I'm just wearing a fluffy sweater, <laughs> and my neck is cold. Oh fuck! <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Here's the thing. I mean, this I, is this is the shit I signed up for at the Queen Mary and didn't experience. Right. I'm experiencing it all tonight at this one park. We are next to like a very like dead looking tree. No leaves at all. It looks pretty creepy and ominous. But I'd say I'm chilling. It helps set the mood. Yeah. Zeus's voice is helping a lot actually. I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> I feel safe now. Yeah, we that's one of the main like things that people report coming here and get they get the feeling of being watched after the sun's down. Oh, well, I mean, I haven't felt anything. I yet. haven't felt that feeling so far. Like, I'm fine with sitting in complete darkness. It's just I had to put my flash on to exactly. read. Yeah. And I'm just, like, looking around because I don't know. I'm, I've been seeing some stuff. <laughs> Poor Jose, man. <laughs> Whatever Jose put in his tea, man. <laughs> Keep them in your thoughts. <laughs> it's a refreshing mint tea. If the next episode of the Cryptic Coffee we have someone else, Jose's just recovering. All right, leave him alone. <laughs> Don't ask any questions. Don't ask. And um, others walk out with scratches or bruises with no idea where they came from. Didn't you show me one today? Yeah, on my uh, right hand. It's almost like it was supposed to be. <laughs> she was the the lady was guiding me here. <laughs> I'm gonna be the one that sees her. <laughs> the most calm guy is the one that gets like the most terrified by the end. Yeah, you guys are like when we're setting up. You guys are gonna hear me like. Hey guys, do you see that? You go, you go be like, no, what? I'm just gonna fucking bolt. You guys would be like, scared as shit. <laughs> there are also reports of ghost sightings, giggles of women, screams of young girls, orbs floating near trees, faces appearing right in front of you, and glowing green eyes staring at you from a distance. Oh, that one's kind of creepy. A face appearing right in front of you. Yes, yeah, I know. For me, dog. Imagine, like you're not like you're just walking. Like, it's no, like, plausible way that, like, someone could run up in front of you. It's just, it just appears. Dude, reflex, throw a punch. Mm-hmm. What the fuck just happened? Yeah, because the, the faces and the orbs, they are seen, like, most, like, kind of the most. And it's usually, like, in the dead zone. So when people take pictures near there, stuff that wasn't in the picture that they saw with their naked eye, they'll see it when the photos are, like, developed. So you'll see, like, a face somewhere in the fo- in the photo, and you're like, that was never there. But, like, even, like, with the faces, you're able to see it with your naked eye, you know, with as the reports are said. Yeah. That's what the reports say, at least, like, that you could see faces, like, with your naked eye. Like, you don't need, like, to take a picture of them or anything. Like, you'll just see it. I mean, I'm seeing orbs tonight. That's all I'm seeing, so I can vouch for that. I'm looking around. I think my eyes have ju- adjusted to, like, the darkness. Oh, yeah, when when it started getting dark, my eyes, like... Had already adjusted. Dude, I every time I'm at home, I just have, like, one light on in my house. So, oh, okay. So I just walk around like a fucking maniac. Like, if someone were to rob my house, they would see it pitch black, one light on upstairs. And they'll be like, who the fuck lives here? <laughs> They're like, damn, you live like this? You're the haunted house of the block that all the kids, like, stay away from. Yeah, the dude's going to be like, damn, he really live like this? And I'm going to be right behind him. I'm going to be like, yeah. yes, I do. <laughs> i be like, yeah, I do. Why? He's just going to fucking scream. And run out of there. So, going back to the forest, uh, 
the dead zone you call it's called yeah it's called the dead zone as soon as you said that i remembered uh the zone of silence have you heard about this one jose it sounds familiar back home in durango there's a place called the zone of silence in mexico it's known for like blocking like radio waves say you go there your f- cell phone's not gonna work your car might malfunction mm-hmm. any kind of electronic uh, apparently there's like weird it's a weird gravitational like field in there that like people can't explain i've been there i've never experienced anything but i have family members that have experienced shit like their phone dying i think one of them one time their car actually like died in the middle of the road damn (laughs) yeah i'll do i'll do more research on this one but i believe sometime in like the 70s or something or 80s uh the united states launched a rocket i believe from either the west coast or the east coast and it blew up in 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 like an orbit like it didn't reach space and as it fell every single piece of debris perfectly landed in this area in mexico wow they found it like hundreds thousands of miles not thousands hundreds of miles away in this weird little area so that's all i was thinking when you said that because to go back home to where we're from you actually like if you take the bus because if you're poor you don't take the airplane you mm-hmm. take a three-day bus, you actually have to go through this zone, and it's pretty cool because, like, it's nothing but desert. Also, I, I believe it used to be, like, uh, like a lake, prehistoric lake back when, like, Pangea was there. Yeah. So I think you can actually find, like, fossils of, like, fish and shit. Oh, man, I'd love to go there. But it's a fucking desert, like, in the middle of nowhere. It literally looks like Arizona. And, man. like, you'll find, like, turtle shells or something like that. I'd love to go there. I'd, I'd like, you know, just chill like vibing in mexico and you're just like oh i found a fucking fish fossil we sure aren't doing a podcast there i'm not risking the interference <laughs> yeah you're just gonna hear we do a whole podcast guys i can't hear shit <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be white noise yeah this is like an hour long fucking clip of white noise right and the occasional like that like just <laughs> just one word as a kid i did think when it, they called it the zone of silence they you know how sometimes Mexican parents are bad at explaining shit? Yeah. Because they themselves don't know much about the world. Yeah. They come from, like, a village and stuff. So, like, they're not, like, they don't get, like, urban, like, the urban legends from, like, another place, which is far, like, which is, this place is far from, like, my village. So, they tell you about it, but, like, they don't give it properly. They had me convinced that you couldn't, like, hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> I <Awesome>. thought, <laughs> I thought, you go in there. You could scream as loud as you can, and they, the other person can't hear you. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just fucking silent. <laughs> For the longest time, I was really afraid of this area because I thought, like, oh, sound doesn't travel there. It's kind of, it, you thought it was kind of like those rooms that people can go in, and it's, like, soundproof. Like, you can hear your own heartbeat. Exactly. Like, your own breathing and just, like, everything. Yeah, because when you're a kid, you don't know what's real and what's not. Like, you, you're still trying to understand the world. I really thought this, there was this area in the planet where if you go, the sound doesn't travel. And, like, you can't hear absolute shit. Like, I could be talking to you and, like, whatever's coming out of my mouth, you can't hear it. So it's just going to sound like you moving your... Is, to me, it's going to look like you're just going to be moving your mouth. And I'm just going to be like... Exactly. So what? <laughs> like, are you not going to tell me? Or <laughs> Yeah. It wasn't until, like, years later here in America when I remembered, like, wait, I still have that thought. <laughs> like, you know when you forget something and then you re-remember it and you're like, wait, 
That sounds kind of ridiculous. Let me check up on that. Yeah. So I did, and that's why it's called the Zone of Silence. I pictured your 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 family taking you there as a kid, and you screaming your lungs out. <laughs> and looking at you like, what? Luckily, I I did. I did pass through there a lot of times when I was a kid, but they never told me when it was there. So I never had any like recollection of, recollection of going there. So I didn't like think, oh, it's time to scream. <laughs> <laughs> Just in the bus ride, like it's time to scream. <laughs> yeah, because that's all we took the bus uh, from uh, Durango to like Tijuana or to like L.A. So we passed the, through there a lot. <laughs> I could just imagine like little old me like looking at the clock. Okay, we're here. The whole bus is quite. Ah! <laughs> Random kid. <laughs> You're going to scare all the passengers. Yeah. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Mom beats the shit out of me with a jungle. <laughs> like, the fuck are you screaming for? <laughs> I'm sorry, Mom. I'm trying to do an experiment right here. I thought this was on a silence. I thought you couldn't hear me. So that was that little creepy thing. Then I remember as an adult, I was just like, yeah, something's off about that. Let me see why it's called the zone of silence. But yeah, I would love to go there, actually. I would love to go like to mexico i definitely want to show zeus where we're from dude that whole area it's like 10 times creepier than here <laughs> all right and we're not even in, a, in like nature in a park we'll, we'll be in front of my house <laughs> well i mean i can't wait to go yeah back to my people so how do you guys feel you better jose no <laughs> i'm fine i'm chilling bro I see the stars now. The bat's still here. The bird slash bat. It keeps like circling. My eyesight isn't good enough to see stars. <laughs> what are you talking about? There's like one right there. The bat just flew by. That? Yeah, the bat just flew over us. Dude, he just circled us. Bat he, knows what's up. He's protecting us. And he put like the microphone up like, hey, bat, you want to talk? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> he just went right over Jose's like, head. Actually, back when I was in Transylvania, I got a story for y'all. <laughs> Speaking of Transylvania, <laughs> I knew Dracula himself. He's like my my great 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 uncle. Wasn't he like based on a real person? Yeah, uh, Vlad, Vlad the Impaler. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I'm looking at a plane go off, hoping it's not a UFO. I mean, what if this place is like known for UFO sightings? I doubt it. There would be a lot UFOs. UFO tend tends to attract like a lot of people that are like very outspoken. Yeah. Like I've seen that shit. See, I wish I could say that. I wish I could. Instead, all I can see is a fucking plane. Yeah. No, it's a UFO. <laughs> Wait, so was that the whole story? Yeah. Did I tell you guys? Uh, the other, like, it was like two months ago. I was walking out of my house. And my sleep schedule is, like, pretty weird right now. So, like, I'd be up at, like, 2 in the morning. I go to my, uh, to my car. I'm walking towards my parking spot. And it's dead at night. It's like 1.30 in the morning. So no one out there. It's just me in my apartment complex. I look up. It's a plane. In retrospect, it's a plane. <laughs> but, but it was moving in such a weird and like slow way. Like the whole atmosphere was weird because like we're in the middle of the city and it was dead quiet. So instantly I'm like, something's wrong here. <laughs> and then I see that. And it looks like a UFO from a certain angle. It looks like a UFO. I'm like, that has to be a plane. That's a plane. That's a, It has to be a plane. It's a plane. Oh, dear God, it's a UFO. <laughs> <laughs> so for like a good 30 seconds, I thought I was going to get abducted. <laughs> you should have kept, uh, kept an eye on your watch, man. I was really scared for like a good 30 seconds. I was like, "This is this is this how it happens? <laughs> I have kind of a similar story when... 
I was walking back home from the liquor store because I lived down the street from one. Yeah. And it was about like uh, six-ish. So it was already like fucking dark. This was around the time when... Like winter. During yeah. daylight savings time. Yeah. And I was walking back home and it was pretty cloudy. So it made it even darker. And the one time that I saw a... What the fuck is that brand called for tires? Year one? Goodyear? Goodyear. Good, yeah, Goodyear. year one. I'm stupid. Oh, the blimp? <laughs> yeah, the blimp. I saw the blimp, just the bottom part. And I was just like, that looks pretty weird. I'm like, is that a UFO? And I kept staring at it walking. Like, I just was like, oh, shit. Like, you know, I'm actually seeing one. And I was like excited. And I I'd, like took my phone out. And then I realized I'm like, that's a fucking blimp. <laughs> and I still took a video. I was like, dude, I thought this was a UFO. But no, it's a fucking blimp. John, you have absolutely nothing to be embarrassed about. You know why? The entire state of New Jersey saw the New Year blimp, the Goodyear blimp, and posted it on, like, Twitter, saying it's a UFO. Are you serious? It went viral. Did this happen, like, this year? It happened this year. That shit went viral because everyone in... There's videos of people stopping on the highway to get out and film the Goodyear (laughs) blimp. Like, that's a fucking UFO. This is the first time I'm hearing of this. It was fucking hilarious, dude. Like, so many cars stopped in the middle of the highway. People got out and started recording the Goodyear blimp. <laughs> like, oh my god, it stopped moving. Dude, this is the first time I've ever heard of this. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. Some who, like, actually think that's a fucking UFO. We're going to show you afterwards. When you see the videos, you can clearly see it's the Goodyear blimp. Dude, I cannot wait to see. Cause that- dude, we got to post this shit on. The- We're that's going po- on the fucking Instagram, too. <laughs> Guys, check out our Instagram at Cryptic Coffee Pod for all these fucking pictures and videos. Cause god damn it. <laughs> oh, we we gotta put the picture of the, the painting that we were talking about earlier. Oh, we're gonna post episode. a lot of pictures of all this shit that we're talking about today. Speaking of which, when you saw the Goodyear blimp, was it like on Santa Fe? Yes. Okay, because I that's where I actually seen my only UFO. Ever. Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah, on Santa Fe. So Santa Fe and thirty fourth Street, I used to live around that area. So like right before Silverado Park. Yeah. Listeners, you don't know what the fuck any of this. You could look it up on Google. <laughs> I so used our to live one a... listener in San Francisco. <laughs> Shout out to our one listener in San Francisco. <laughs> look, we don't know how you found us, but thank you. So we just started promoting this podcast like online. We made the first two episodes, didn't tell a soul. Like apart from like close friends, but they all live here in Long Beach in the general area. I was looking at our analytics. All of a sudden, we have a fucking circle in, like, San Francisco. Someone listened to us for no goddamn reason. Someone found us. We were only on, like, Spotify at that point because we weren't going to promote it until we were on, like, Apple Apple Podcasts or something. Nope. Someone found us. So, anyway, shout out to our guy in San Francisco or girl. Thank you so much. Hit us up. Uh, going back uh, on Santa Fe and 34th Street right before Silverado, I was just chilling with my friend one night. Uh, you know, like, those apartment complexes? Yeah. We were chilling on, like, the stairs, looking at the night sky, as you do on a summer night when you're bored. Then all of a sudden, we see two red light. No, we see one red light, and it's it's uh, slowly going across the sky. That's nothing to be like, oh, shit, what the fuck is that? Yeah. But that, that's a plane, according to us. But it's still something to just look at. Yeah, we're looking at it. Then it stopped. <laughs> and we're like, yo, you saw that, right? There's <laughs> something right here. Because we're not looking at it. We're looking in, like, the sky, but we're both looking at it without knowing that we're both looking at it. So, like, yeah, you see that, right? (laughs) He's like, yeah, did it stop? Yeah, that shit stopped. And it just stayed there for, like, 10 minutes. (laughs) Throughout these 10 minutes, like, yo, that shit was moving, right? (laughs) 
Like, no, no, I swear to God it was moving. I saw it directly. I saw that it was moving before it stopped. Like, what the fuck? We're freaking out for 10 minutes. Like, <laughs> this can't be a plane. It's not a helicopter. It's too high up. Maybe it's a satellite. But satellites don't work like that. We didn't know what the fuck we were talking about. <laughs> now, this would be this would be a good story until the second one showed up. It was, <laughs> that's when you guys started freaking that's out. That's when we fucking freaked out. There was another red one. This one stayed still. The first one kept staying still. The second one approached from the opposite side. So the first one, we saw it from the left going right. The second one, we saw from the right going left. And it meets the first one, and also that one stops. So now they're right on top of each other, so it's like straight up. What if that's how they like jump each other's uh, UFOs? <laughs> like he's like, "Hey man, I need some help. My UFO stop. Can yeah. you come by and like give me a jump start?" That's how they refuel. So yeah, they stop both of them for like a good for like a good minute or so. At this point, we're really freaked out. Like, you think it's you think that's a UFO? We're starting to have the conversation. <laughs> like, you think it? You think you think what I'm thinking? Is that one jump starting the other one? <laughs> I, I think that's a UFO. Then they start moving, both of them. They start, like, dancing. Like, they move in weird ways, like S shapes, like a, a figure eight. Like, they start doing weird shit that a plane would not do, obviously. Yeah. And we're like, this is not real. This is not fucking real. We tried taking video with our phones, but it was 2011. And my the camera on my phone was like one megabyte, <laughs> so it was one pretty, megapixel. Pretty bad quality. It was all black. You couldn't see the actual dots. Yeah, you just see the night sky. So they're dancing, just dancing, and like a good five minutes later of us free. This was a long like UFO like encounter. It wasn't like oh we saw it and then it was gone. No, it was a good five like twenty minutes of us just freaking out <laughs> trying to figure out what these things are. Then they separate. One goes. I want to say east, and the other one goes west. Mm -hmm. So we were standing, the way it was standing, the one that went west went right above us. Obviously, it wasn't close because it was just a dot. So we would look up, and it was still far when it was right on top of us. But it did go, like, right on top of us. And the other one just separated. And they went perfectly in opposite directions. And then we never saw them again. That was my time seeing a fucking UFO. Man. Same street, Santa Fe. That's cool. <laughs> I guess that means I got to go to Santa Fe right now. Like, look up those fucking UFOs. Right. We'll go after we drop Zeus off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another thing. I told my family about it, and my sisters made fun of me. They're like, you didn't see a fucking UFO, you fucking liar. Did they see one too? She saw the same thing like a year later. <laughs> She's like, there was two red dots following my car. <laughs> it's like the way she described it. It was, it was like exaggerated, but it sounded exactly like what I saw, but just like more, more exaggerated. Like, oh my God, they were following my car and they kept turning where I turned. <laughs> but she saw two red dots like dancing in the sky as well. Now, if there's anyone out there that could explain what I saw, because I, I don't know. It might have not been UFOs. It might have been something normal. It might have been drones. But that, that freaked me out for a good 20 minutes. I mean, drones that high up in the sky in 2011 yeah because all we saw was red dots we didn't see any like propellers we didn't see they weren't blinking it was just red dots imagine like a star turn it red and that's it and it's moving you know i'd I'd love to see a ufo one day like what you talking about you saw one the good year blimp (laughs) i would love to see a ufo (laughs) and i act all brave and shit but i'm pretty sure like the moment i see one i'm gonna freak the fuck out 
D- it depends on which one you see. Like, if you see what I saw, you'll be chill because that's how I was. Yeah, I guess it just depends on the circumstances of when you see it. Yeah, like I told you guys, I like I thought I was a brave person when it came to ghosts. Then I found out when I had a nightmare that I'm a, like the biggest scaredy cat. No, so yeah, the- like how you're like uh, saying that right now. I was like, I'm the same way, but still, like, I mean, it still fascinates me. Yeah. <laughs> there was uh, that one time when I was working and there was a blackout on the ship. And I said, you know, I'm just going to explore the ship. And I'm acting all brave, and right? But I know, like, the like if I had actually witnessed something there, I probably would have fucking ran out the boat. Yeah. Like, I can act all brave and shit, but when it comes to that, I'm pretty sure I'm running out. I feel like if you're with people, are you guys braver? Because I feel like I am. I probably would have been like, bye. The only thing is, I was with someone. Um, we were like, just like, let's just walk around the boat. But still, I'm pretty sure I would have fucking like ran the mi- like the minute I saw something. Yeah. You guys hear those motorcycles? Ghost motorcycle. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so I feel like I would like I would be like act braver if I'm with people. I don't know why. Cause like I feel like I've I've seen stuff with like other people, and I'm like, no, nah, this is good. This is good. Like not ghost stuff, but like scary stuff, like car crashes or something like that. And I'm relatively, like, calm in, like, moments of panic with other people. But if I'm alone, especially when it comes to ghosts, I'm like, fuck. Dude, this has nothing to do with ghosts. But (laughs) you saying that, it reminded me of a really, uh, I forgot about this. I was a little kid. And since I was a kid, I love, I've always loved to stay up really late, like, one, like, two in the morning. Yeah. I still have the same sleep schedule, but worse. (laughs) (laughs) The same sleep schedule. (laughs) But worse. I'll be up until like five or six in the morning. Yeah. But back then I'd be up till like one or two. And I remember I was downstairs by myself watching TV. And I shit you not. Uh, you, I was going to say you haven't like you seen my house, but you haven't like the doors. Yeah. I have two doors on the side and then I have two doors from my backyard. But I don't know if it was just, you know, me having like a nightmare or something that felt pretty realistic. But it. Um, I specifically remember me like on the couch watching TV, like how I'm sitting, like facing you, uh, yeah. to your right, there would be the hallway that goes to my kitchen. All the lights are off except the living room. And I, <laughs> I saw some, like someone dressed up as ghost face in my house <laughs> when everyone is upstairs. Oh. And I just remember like screaming and my mom came downstairs and she was like, what? And she was, I told her and she was like, there's, you know, like there's no one. And I thought it was my older brother, but he was in his room. So, like, dead-ass ghost face from Scream? Yeah. Like, I... Because I was a little bitch when I was a kid, so that... You know, seeing that now, I'm like, how the fuck was I scared of it? But, I mean, you know, I was a kid, so you're more scared of simple things. I was scared of that, because, like, we grew up in the age where, like, that mask was every Halloween. (laughs) At least 40 kids had that mask. For, like, three years. Yeah, elementary school. So, like, I was really scared of, like, that mask, and I never saw, like, the movies. I was like, oh, fuck that. I didn't know it was just about, like, killers and stuff. I thought it was, like, an actual ghost. No, yeah, it's like, I love horror games, and I love, like, hearing these stories. Yeah. But I can't do horror movies. So, to this day, I've never seen Scream because I thought the exact same thing. Yeah, I thought it was, like, an actual ghost or something. Like, it was around the same time as The Grudge. Like, it was, they were both relevant for me. So, I was like, nope, 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 nope. Well, yeah, that that was just a random memory I had that I was like, I got to tell this. <laughs> yeah, because I'm that type of person when I'm alone, I have like, I'm the guy that walks up, like runs up the stairs as soon as I turn off the light. 
Yeah. I, I don't I, I used to be like that too, but now I'm just like, I don't care. Y- y'all can get me if you want. <laughs> <laughs> this is giving up online. <laughs> so this turned into more of like a campfire kind of thing. It wasn't like, there was very little structure with this episode. We did our thing, but it just turned into like, let's tell our own stories, right? Like it, and it actually, I think it was pretty great. I like, I like how it came I out. I enjoyed it. Yeah, because we're not in the office, so we're like out of our element, obviously. And I'm still scared as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, like right now when uh, Ephraim was telling the story, I heard like a thing coming from the fucking like right over there, and I don't know if it was like a firework that just went bad or something, but I heard a fucking noise. I've been. I've really been touching <laughs> that paranormal tonight, guys. Jose's been the only one going like, I think I saw something. <laughs> no, <laughs> I haven't seen shit. Bro, I worked at a haunted hotel for three years. I have like maybe two or three things that happen. That's about it. Tonight has been the most action I've seen. Like, that's the most action I've seen in my entire fucking life. Oh, fuck. Going back to episode two, maybe I haven't really seen anything that you're seeing because... How my mom got me spiritually cleansed like years ago. Dude, that's the secret. We could go anywhere now because we got fucking Zeus. He's like a, so th- like, he's like a totem. We can use him <laughs> and we so, won't get haunted. Yeah, so like, I'm just like, I'm pretty sure I would maybe see something too. But since I got cleansed, like maybe I don't see shit. Like maybe there's some shit like floating above my head right now. And I just, Jose, I can hear your microphone. Oh, shit, think? my bad. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Look, here's the thing. Like, if this was being filmed, you would probably see me, like, looking around paranoid and shit. Yeah. yeah. I see Zeus's shadow in the bush right there, and I was legit scared because I didn't know, at first I didn't know it was a shadow. I didn't know it was a shadow. I was like, where the fuck is the light coming from? And I saw that shit move, but then I saw it match his movements, and I was like, oh, okay, it's his fucking shadow. <laughs> yeah, because I, when I was reading earlier from my story um, that I had brought today, I from my peripheral vision, I just see Jose, like, looking, like, at me, and then the occasional, like, looking left and right. <laughs> and I was like, oh, poor dude. <laughs> if you look underneath the table, when Zeus was talking, when Jose was talking, all you saw was his, like, legs moving. <laughs> yeah. Jose has been uncomfortable this entire <laughs> Like, it's not that I've been uncomfortable, because I'm actually, like, having a great time. It, yeah, the yeah. air feels nice. I can tell you're having fun. But legit, I've been seeing stuff, and that's what's, like, making me, like, I'm like, it's not uncomfortable, but I'm just, like, I'm excited, because it's not something I've experienced before. I've, when I worked at the fucking Queen Mary, I, you know, I saw a couple things here and there. But mostly it was me being like, I want to get the fuck out of here already. Yeah. I want to go, like, legit, whenever I was there, I just wanted to go home. So the fact that now it's not the, like, I'm not worried about, like, all right, cool, I'm on the clock. I'm legit looking around. And instead of being angry at work, I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Right. Like I told you guys last week, I screamed at a shadow person, what the fuck are you doing? Because I was, I was in work mode. Yeah. I was fucking angry. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? It didn't hit me later. I was like, oh, what the fuck? That was a shadow person. When um, I had another encounter, as something like picked up a barricade and just like threw it, when I was out like in the middle by myself, in, like in the middle of the dark by myself, I was just like, "Fuck, I gotta pick that up now." <laughs> if I had been like right now, <laughs> if I picked up a barricade right here and thrown it on the ground, I would have been fucking spooked and ready to run. When you see paranormal shit, but all you're worried about is work. <laughs> <laughs> like right now, I'm like I'm having the time of my life, but I'm also fucking scared. I'm just cold. I didn't bring a jacket. I brought a fucking fluffy sweater, and my neck is cold as shit, dude. <laughs> I'm chilling, bro. I got blubber. I'm just cold. Keeping me warm. Y'all see Sasquatch over there? <laughs> oh, my God. He you saw those head movements, right? <laughs> you saw that? <laughs> we didn't see Sasquatch. We're right next to, like, a canal. I'm going to take a video right now so we can post it. I'll be like, oh, my God. <laughs> Y'all see Sasquatch? 
<laughs> there's a person walking and all we see is like their silhouette because like there's lights over there. There he is. <laughs> Dear God, and he disappears behind the trees. That's where all like the motorcycles have been passing by. I wanted to scream <laughs> when you were like, oh my God, you see him. <laughs> <laughs> see, uh, this is right now. This is like, this is all perfect for the Instagram. Once again, cryptic coffee pod on Instagram.com. <laughs> Check out the app. <laughs> Jose has been plugging it more than me. <laughs> well, the me. thing is, like, this is, I mean, don't you think, like, tonight's been, like, the perfect, like, photo op moment? Yeah. That's basically why I want to do these things. Like, I really want to, like, take this setup everywhere. <laughs> I, like, I want to do, like, an actual, like, national park. Because I know we're at a park, and it's pretty big. We are, like, isolated right now. It really looks like we're in the middle of nature. But we're not. I can clearly see some houses in the distance. We've I can see like a residential area in the distance and like we know where we are. We've seen motorcycles drive by. There's fireworks going up and down. Exactly. I do want to do this like somewhere very remote in the middle of like Yosemite, in the middle of like Sequoia or something. <gasps> Ooh, Sequoia would be nice. Have you guys ever been? No. Never. Oh, I have to take you guys to Sequoia. Giant trees. Imagine just do this setup in right next to a giant tree. Like, those shits are huge. Like, if we took a picture, like, the pictures we took earlier today when we were setting up, we wouldn't see the tree. We would just see bark. <laughs> you would just see, like, the brown because that's how big the tree is. Like, it would literally be a background. See, that one right there would be perfect for campfire stories. Exactly. That might be a good, like, uh, section. Like, we just take people and, and just tell stories. Instead of, like, so what I thought, like, oh, whenever we go, like, on location, we just talk about, like, the area. Maybe we could have another one where we could just go to the forest and talk campfire stories like what we're doing right now. That would be fucking incredible. Right? Bring a guest and some. I'll think about it. I think that's what we're going to turn this into. Just go to a, like either a random park or a random like forest somewhere. Crypto like Coffee idea. Pod, uh, Campfire Stories, episode number uno. <laughs> right. So, so we, th- we should have people uh, email us like their stories and stuff. Oh, I was telling Jose about that on the car ride uh, to you when we were going to pick you up. Oh, okay. We're actually going to have, like, we're trying to have people, like, call us. Like, oh, that'd gonna, be cool. Yeah, because we could connect uh, phones to this audio interface, and, like, they could hear us perfectly through the mics that we're talking, and we could hear them through, like, our headphones, and we could actually have a conversation. So I'm thinking about not just, like, our friends, but, like, friends of our friends, so, like, mutual people that we don't really know, but they're somehow connected to us. Mm-hmm. We can ask them about, like, whoever has ghost stories and stuff like that. I feel like that would be, like, a good, uh, not series, but, like, a good, like, extra thing to add to the show. Yeah. So, if you uh, have any stories, Cryptic Coffee Pod, DM us. We'll get back to you. We'll hook you up. Yeah, please. DM us on Instagram. And we'll vet you. And if you have a good story, definitely. you. We could set up a time and you could call us and you'll be on the pod. So, basically, if your story's trash, you're not getting in. <laughs> Why you gotta be so fucking loud? <laughs> hey man, we need content. <laughs> Every story is not gonna be trash. I know everyone is gonna be really good. <laughs> Don't lie to them either. <laughs> I'm not lying. <laughs> Any story is a good story. I mean, like I can call up old coworkers and see if they have anything to happen to them. Exactly. All right, so I think that's where we're gonna leave it for tonight. I mean, I would love to stay, but we also have to like get this set up out <laughs> before they close the gates on us. Before they close the gates, we have like. 30 more minutes before they lock us in here. I don't want to stay here all night, boys. I don't know about you. And then this is going to turn into a, an overnight stay episode. <laughs> I mean, hey, look, cryptic coffee exploration at night. We 
In hey, the look, p- man, we put on Instagram Live. We walk around the park. We look, see if we can find anything. Boom. Cryptic coffee. Concert. In the park. Gone wrong. <laughs> Something actually happened. Zombie lady took ghoul. <laughs> Zombie lady took suicide. Fuck Zombie up, lady took ghoul. <laughs> I think that's how we're going to leave it. All right, guys. For the Cryptic Coffee Podcast, this is Efren. This is Jose. And this is Zeus. Saying goodbye. <laughs> Adios. Keep it up.